Good morning, Sicily. <laughs> Let's turn that movie Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> this is the uh, this is the uh, Godfather Minute. Were you going to say something? I was going to do the Good Morning Sicily in one of the characters' voices. Oh, okay, go ahead. So we'll start over again. Let's start okay. the whole show over again. Oh, go ahead. Minute one, you mean? No, no, no. I mean this particular one. This oh, okay. particular minute. Okay, go, take go two. Go ahead. Good morning, Sicily. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's hard hard to do. (laughs) Now you know why you won the Academy Award. It's not as easy as it looks. (laughs) Oh, that's not his real voice? (laughs) No, it's like done with the computers or something. I don't know if I've ever seen any other Marlon, any other older Marlon Brando movies. Oh, well, you saw Superman. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I take it back. I think I've seen him in a bunch of movies. Right. Yeah, you saw. Uh, anyway, so uh, anyway, this is the uh, Godfather Father minute. minute. Godfather, Godfather, Godfather minute. minute. We were talking about minute fifteen today. Fifteen. <clears throat> we are uh, fifteen two hundred and thirty fourths. How many uh, minutes are there altogether <laughs> in this about thing? That, you know, yeah. yeah, a lot, a lot of minutes left. Listeners at home, you do the math. What what fraction yeah. is that? Give us a call. Let us know what how many minutes are left. Alex, a minuto numero quindici. A minuto numero. Quindici. Say it with me. Quindici. 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 Bene, bene. That's good. Oh, thanks. You're getting better. Thank you. Awesome. My once a week Italian lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so this is minute 15 of um, The Godfather. And uh, it starts off with Michael revealing <laughs> that his name is Luca Brazzi. <gasps> what? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Luca Brazzi was in the Marines? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're of course talking about the large fellow uh, behind them who's been mumbling to himself. Don And you have invited me. I'm just going to do it yeah. in the background, yeah. as if just like in the scene yeah. where Michael and Kay are talking. Well, there's a um, th- some great background work in this one because while Kay and uh, Michael are talking about. Um, and then Tom comes out. Oh yeah, and it says hi. So when Tom first comes out, Luca in the background like stands up, like, "Oh, it's my turn to go in." Well, and she thinks that Luca is coming over to talk to them. Kay says, "Oh, oh no, he's coming over." That's what Kay says right when Luca stands up. Is that in the movie? Yeah, that's in the movie. Oh, she says, "Oh no, he's coming over." And uh, then, but then, uh, and then, but then, uh, Tom Hagen kind of boxes him out, kind of. I don't think he's really coming over, but she definitely thinks that. She says that. It's very strange. Maybe she just sees him stand up and then um and then uh assumes like he's coming over. Yeah, coming over to talk to them. But then yeah. Tom Hagen kind of 
We'll see. But I, I didn't think he was coming over to Tom. I think he was he's standing up because Tom was coming out, and That's, Kay just assumed. I think so. I yeah. think Kay was mistaken in yeah. thinking that he was coming over. And then you see, kind of funny. And then you see Mike. You see Tom like wave, like hold on, Luca. Yeah, you know, I gotta say hi to Mike. Yeah, I just yeah. think that's nice. Uh, you know, background work, especially considering it's done from multiple shots, so they had to do it. You know, yeah. a lot of times and stuff. So anyway, but isn't it interesting that they would put in that that she thought he was coming over? Yeah, it really makes doesn't really make much sense, but it's uh, <clears throat> well, maybe it reflects her anxiety. Like she just sees him stand up, and that's what she's she most afraid of—that he's going to come over. Definitely. So she's like, "Oh my god, he's going over!" Yeah, you know, she yeah. just immediately jumps to that conclusion. So yeah. uh, he's a very scary guy. He is. Do you like your Alex? Do you like your lasagna? <laughs> so uh, Tom Hagen uh-huh. is in this. Comes yeah. out to see we, we, we. It's established that. Uh, him and Mikey are friends, and they're oh, Mikey, good to see you, and so on. So, uh, and Mike introduces them. He says, "My brother Tom Hagen, Kay Adams." Kay, and so, the first time we hear mm-hmm. Kay's name, we get her first and last name. Always good in a movie to have a scene where someone is being introduced because then also lets the audience. Yeah, it's, it's a cheap way of getting the an easy way of getting the audience to know yeah. uh, to know some something. Is this the first time we hear Tom Hagen's name? I. Th- think so i don't think i don't think there's any other opportunity would ever say tom no unless he says it in the um i don't think no maybe he says tom earlier but i don't think he says uh tom hagan bring in he wouldn't call him tom Tom (laughs) hagan yeah if anything he would just call him (laughs) hagan stupid jerk i was just (laughs) flipping through the script and i saw that line remember that line (laughs) sportunato tom hagan so anyway, yeah, uh, Tom Hagen, he busts in and he says, Mikey, your father's been, at you. or he leans in, he says, your father's been asking for you. Mm-hmm. You think it was disrespectful? You think he said that because he's suggesting to Mikey that he needs to go and say hello before he does anything else? Oh, definitely. And he should have said hello right when he arrived. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I definitely get the impression Tom is definitely probably the most, uh, like, committed to the father yeah i mean sonny obviously too yeah most obedient that's what i mean like and i feel like because tom is adopted he like works extra hard to yeah. to, to please mm-hmm. to please the dom so to him the fact that mike didn't go in immediately yeah isn't that interesting the yeah. one son who is not a blood son yeah is the one who is most involved in i guess sonny is involved in the family business but he does his own thing clearly too yeah. like that hot hot-headed sonny right I guess the, I guess Sonny and Tom are kind of the two, the two aspects of it, like the the business side of it and the violent side of it. Yeah, you, know, you can't have one without the other. Yeah, but it's you know, one can sometimes uh, limit the other one, you know, and so on. So anyway, um, Alex, if he's your brother, why does he have a different name? Yeah, so now here we get the secret origin of Tom uh, Hagen, lawyer. Phew, phew, phew. We find that's out that a, uh, when uh, so do you, so Mike gives a show, kind of thumbnail description. He says, "Oh, when he and Sonny were kids, uh, kind of Sonny kind of found him in the streets. He didn't have a home, and mm-hmm. then the Don kind of took him in and raised him like he was a son." Yeah, and the book goes into a lot more of the detail uh-huh. of that, which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, as you know, Alex, I'm making my way through the book, and the book yeah. is a little bit different than the movie. Yeah. The book is different. Also, just, before we start, one uh-huh. before because I know we're going to forget once we get into all the movie okay, show sure. about his background. He says your father is looking for you. Uh, he doesn't say pop. Pop. The way, every way, all the the blood brothers all yeah. call him pop. And so, uh, is there any other time where Tom says pop? I don't know. I think he does. Maybe when, but this, that is interesting. Yeah. Anyway, 
Yeah, it's also possible that there's K's there, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe Tom mm-hmm. doesn't want to use an informal, yeah, like an informal That's family true. name, calling him Pop as opposed to calling him your father, because you know. Yeah, Mike says, "Well, what do you mean, Tom?" He's like, "Pop, I'm talking about Pop, <laughs> my father, the priest." My father, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> So Puzo in the book writes that tell us the origin the, of Tom the backstory Hagen. of of Tom Hagen. Mm-hmm. Um, he was taken in by Sonny when they were both eleven years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Hagen's mother had gone blind uh-huh. and then died. Uh-huh. Hey, this is interesting. Hey, this is before Sonny took him in. Hagen had the same eye infections as his mother, so people thought it was contagious. So yeah. they sh- they shunned Tom Hagen, mm-hmm. and no one wanted to take him in or be near him. Tom Hagen's father was an alcoholic and died. And we will mm-hmm. later see Tom take a drink. Mm, interesting. So I wonder if, wonder if there's something there. Uh, so the godfather took him in and supported him, but not like a father. Really more of as a, just a guardian. Mm-hmm. The Don Corleone sent him to law school, but he didn't pressure Hagen to work for him. He said he could do whatever he wanted, but Hagen asked to work with the godfather once he graduated from law school. It was only then that the Godfather started treating him like a real son. Oh, only when wow. Hagen said, "I want to work for you," oh, so wow. I think that was kind of like, like all the the guests who have been asking yeah, favors. He's yeah. there and he showed respect because yeah. because Tom Hagen can be like, "How much do I have to pay you to be your son?" And I think he was even suggesting leading up to that, he's like. Tom, in your dorm room in law school, have me over for some coffee. We can talk. I can help you with your studies. We can play some hockey sack on the, on the quad. <laughs> uh, I have some more details about that. About what? About the secret origin of Tom Hagen. Oh, great. Um, I think that uh, this must have been in the, either of those two books I mentioned last week, the, the Sicilian, The Godfather mm-hmm. Returns, or The Godfather's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> It was in the Irish section of Hell's Kitchen where Tom Hagen mm. lived. I mean, like you said, he was an orphan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have anything about the parents. That was all in, uh, mm. you know, the same thing. He had a sister who was also orphaned, mm. and uh, she just stayed in the orphanage just after Tom oh, ran away. Wow. And I don't know if he ever sees her again. Oh. Uh, where is this from? Where this, I think this must be in those novels because I, I read it on the, on the uh, Godfather Wikipedia page. This is a Godfather Wikipedia um, but yet, so you said in the last episode they weren't allowed to reference the characters of the original Godfather. So how did they? No, that was that? only in the Sicilian movie they made. Oh, god! But the books were yeah, the books were written by Puzo yeah, and yeah, someone so else. He okay. still had the rights to the uh, character. Oh, interesting. So, so, um, so Tom hate Sonny was in eleven-year-old Sonny was in Hell's Kitchen, and he wanted to buy a knife, so he went to this knife dealer. And uh, he was like, "Hey, I want to buy. A, I want to buy a knife." <laughs> and then the guy, the guy tried to rob Sonny. And then the guy who was selling the guy who's selling the knives then tried to st- hold up. I guess you know if you're a knife salesman, you know that guy doesn't have a knife because he's <laughs> yeah. coming to buy it's a the knife. best person to rob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, "Take, take my knife, please." <laughs> he only has one knife that he's selling, and that's the one he uses, the to, hold he uses up. to hold everyone up. That's great. It's a great gig. So, um, so Tom snuck up behind the knife dealer with a board with a nail in it and whacked the guy in the back of the head and killed him. Whoa, so, eleven-year-old Tom Hagen killed a uh, knife de- wow. knife wielding knife dealer. And Sonny later says he's not a wartime consigliere. <laughs> I guess so. So, uh, Aye, that so that's crazy. when Sonny brings him home, and you know, more or less. Wow. Continues. So that you know, it's so funny because until you said that. 
it didn't totally make sense in the book why he brought him home because he was he was like a weak kid who was sick. Yeah. That's at least the way they were describing him in yeah. the book. But this makes a lot of a lot more sense. He's he's Sonny's kind of crowd. He's Sonny's people. Sonny was probably scared if he didn't bring him home, they would kill him. <laughs> I wish he still oh, had then, like a board with a nail. Like that was still his like oh, symbol. Like he carried great. it around like yeah. meetings and stuff. Like, it's on uh, his like juris doctorate <laughs> shield or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. His family crest to say. Yeah. Well, I heard then that that after Sonny said, "Hey, thanks a lot," and then Tom's like, "Now you give me the money and the knife and threaten him with the board and the nail." <laughs> Never ending war between board, knife, <laughs> and consumer. It's like rock paper. It's rock paper and scissors yeah. of the thirties, right? So uh, this also said that the Don never uh, adopted him mm-hmm. out of respect for Tom's parents. Because I oh, guess that would erase his family name if he made him officially a Corleone. Oh, yeah. so, wow. Well, that doesn't seem to go so much with the, uh, where he didn't really think of him as a son until he wanted to join the business. Yeah, and um, yeah, exactly. Uh, in the book, Puto also wrote, wrote that uh, the godfather, that that Corleone had told his sons, his real mm-hmm. sons, I'll, I'll try to do this in the in Corleone's voice, a lawyer with his briefcase can steal more money than a hundred men with guns. Oh, that's a good line. So he was putting Tom through law school, and I'm thinking he was, all along he knew that Tom would work for him, yeah. but, he, but he didn't want to pressure him because right. there's a lot more power when someone comes to you willingly. Yeah, and also by withholding that approval, it makes Tom all the more hungry exactly. to, to He's uh, a please genius. Him. Yeah. This guy's a genius. <laughs> uh, it's also possible that um, the Don had a soft spot because the Don also was an orphan who was taken in when he yes. was, when he was uh, you know, mm-hmm. had nowhere else to go. So, uh, yeah. it's kind of an interesting thing that I oh, wonder. Although then that makes you wonder why he then would treat him so you think he'd be more affectionate to him if it, if he was like, oh, I see some of myself in you. I also was a streetwise youth. Yeah, maybe. You know. Well, maybe there was something cultural there, too. Oh, maybe, yeah. Because in the book, Puzo also wrote that when the Godfather made Hagen acting consigliere, mm-hmm. the other crime families referred to the Corleone family contemptuously as the quote irish gang <laughs> so oh maybe he couldn't truly show his affection oh, yeah, publicly maybe for yeah. him because it is a different time yeah and you know the sicilian thing <laughs> <laughs> and i think even michael later in this minute says uh he's a good lawyer not a sicilian mm-hmm. but so he recognizes that too and one last thing about that part of the book the godfather uh-huh. was disappointed that Sonny and fredo began working after high school and did not go to college the Godfather really wanted all of them to go to college huh, and become, like, entered that um, league of. So that's one of our other alternate things: is Sonny and 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 uh, Fredo <laughs> as roommates in college, like oh, a party dorm. All four of them. <laughs> well, no, Michael's. In the oh, Marines. he deferred. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, just be Fre- Fredo and Sonny would be the best combination as roommates. Yeah. Because Fredo's all hot, oh, Sonny's yeah. all hot headed, and Fredo's all yeah, like you will constantly just be like picking on him and like yeah, you know. sure. Well, Mikey and and Tom would have just been studying. Yeah, I feel like been serious yeah. <laughs> I feel like Fredo is in college the whole movie. He's just like partying, and banging waitresses two at a time. <laughs> People can get their drinks. Um. <clears throat> So, uh, so Michael then explains the role of the concierge. Mm-hmm. He's like a counselor. Yeah, very, very, the, very important role in the family. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he says, "I think he's, he's not a Sicilian. He's a good lawyer, not a Sicilian, but 
I think he's going to be consigliere. So at this point, he's not consigliere. Well, no, because the uh, because um, there's that deleted scene we'll talk about in upcoming weeks yeah. where uh, the uh, the Don's consigliere is still alive and he's dying in a hospital right. on the same day as the yeah. uh, as the you know, Jenko. Jenko, the yeah, the name of the olive oil company. I yeah. mean, Pop got Jenko. Look who Sonny got. <laughs> you don't mean that, do you? No, I don't. I didn't. I didn't mean that, Tom. <laughs> So, uh, so here's so here's my question with mm-hmm. Kay being explained about what a being mansplained what a concierge is. <laughs> um, nowadays, I feel like we are so as a culture we are very hip to what how like like everyone knows about the mafia mm-hmm. between the Sopranos and the Godfather and all the Goodfellas. Everyone knows kind of how the mafia. You know, if you are at all curious about the subject, that mm-hmm. you don't understand Plenty how out it there, works. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. When you could listen to this podcast, oh, totally. So many yeah. ways to find out. <laughs> so, like, w- obviously, this is 1941. At what point she's all like, "Oh, I never heard of this," and seems kind of, yeah, oblivious to the idea that mm-hmm. you know, because if she it says she knows he's a corrupt businessman, and you go to this wedding and it's all these Sicilians there, not to be racist or anything, but you could you could be forgiven I, for possibly making yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, assumption. 1940s. <laughs> I think your question is at what point. Was it common knowledge that, at least in America, that or there was organized crime that was Italian? Well, based is that what you're asking? Well, I'm just like it seems like in New York people knew about it. Well, because you had like Al Capone and everything yeah. in the 30s and the 20s, so yeah. like so she's naive. You're saying she's. <laughs> Well, really, or is it just she's, that? She's, is it just that? Even if you knew who Al Capone was, that doesn't necessarily mean you know that. Well, the mafia is you know structured the same way. A, uh, yeah. You know uh, any businesses with bosses and hierarchies yeah. and things like yeah, you that. W twos. Yeah, exactly. So you got, uh, the, the, you got OSHA on your back. <laughs> so we don't know if K is naive or whether people back then just didn't know a lot about the mafia. Yeah, they weren't saturated with it the way we are now. Yeah, it's kind of hard to unlearn what we know about yeah. the mafia. But I'm guessing just naturally people knew less about it. Yeah, I mean if you think about it, like back then. There was no television mm-hmm. and like movies didn't probably weren't doing a very realistic portrayal of what. Yeah. I mean, little Caesar was that, when did that come out? Was that, uh, the yeah, 40s that would be the thir- 30, 30s. 30s. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was one of the earlier yeah. mafia movies. But I think it was kind of romanticized or at least exaggerated and, you know, Tommy guns and yeah. <laughs> big shooter. Oh which yeah. It, it was, wasn't it was a lot. Over the top. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it just makes me wonder about Kay's. Mm. Uh, Kay should really watch one of those like history channel shows without like exploring <laughs> the mob. <laughs> yeah. She watches it later. She's like, what? <laughs> Tonight I'm exploring the mob. Luca Brazzi, the like fiercest killer in the underworld. On the next episode, Kay learns about her in-laws. <laughs> Hey, one one point about Little Caesar because mm-hmm. I saw that movie, the pizza chain you're talking about. I'm not talking about the pizza. Oh, chain. okay. What I'm are talking you talking about? The movie, the movie, Little Edward Caesar. G. Robinson. Mm-hmm. No relation. It was a great movie, and I, I saw it 20 years ago. But the one thing I remember about it is a great line. He's such a great gangster and such an mm-hmm. intimidating guy. He he coerces a someone he knows into doing a job, but this guy is trying to get out mm-hmm. and not do any more. And, and the character Capone, I think he plays Capone, Edward G. Robinson, right? Or it's someone similar. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's think it is Al Capone, but it's... Or a, the gangsters. Yeah. So he says to this guy, he says, yeah, you're going to do the job. You're going to do, do the job and you're going to like it. 
I could totally see Sonny doing that. Like he's, you're going to do this job even though you don't want to, and you're going to like it. Yeah. You're really going to, you're actually going to like it. That's how intimidating <laughs> I am. Well, that's how that's how powerful he's. Like, not only yeah. am I going to force you to physically do something, your mindset is going to be what I yeah, insist that's, that's that it has a, to be too. Right? Who has that yeah. kind of influence yeah. on someone? <laughs> when I when, uh, yeah, you're gonna like it, you're gonna like it. And then eventually <laughs> you're gonna get tired of it, but you're gonna keep doing it. And then you're gonna come around again. You're gonna find you're gonna new angles. And you're still gonna like it again. <laughs> and they're gonna try to quit, and I'm gonna find you, and you're gonna do the job, <laughs> and you're gonna like it twice as much next time around. Yeah, yeah. she. And then you're like middle age, and you'll be wondering, should I be doing something <laughs> else? And you'll consider your options. You might even stop on to stop wanting to do it, but you won't stop. Yeah, and then eventually stop. you're gonna like it again. <laughs> And even when you don't like it, you're going to like it again. <laughs> and then you're going to retire and you're still going to do it and like it. <laughs> anyway, that was, that's exactly how it went. Dun, right? dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Next time, he really does like it. All right, so minute 15. Do you like your lasagna? I love my lasagna. Oh, she doesn't answer the question. No. That's does the Kay Adams <laughs> like her lasagna? Being from New Hampshire, is this the first time she's eating lasagna? Yeah, but the, I, when I think about it, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of ours, uh, Tony, who is uh, of Sicilian descent, mm-hmm. and when he moved to the Midwest for the first time, everyone was like, oh, are you in the mafia? Are you in the mafia? Like everyone oh, isn't it crazy? assumed he was in the mafia yeah. because he was a, a Sicilian guy. So I guess, you know, being East Coasters, we're like, no, of course not. Well, like, we grew up And it's of. not even just East Coast. I have a friend. Yeah. And he lives in New York and he's interacted with non-Italian communities like mm-hmm. most yeah. New Yorkers. And he has, a, he has an Italian last name. And he still, all the time, has people ask him if his family's in the mob. Wow. Isn't that? And he's very insulted by that. Is course. he really? Does oh, he, he take it seriously? I always wondered about that. He, he in particular does. Yeah. I don't, oh, know, so I don't know if how many other Italians do. So is he like I would one? be bugged by that, I think. Well, we're half Polish, so we got uh, exactly. we got we got our own baggage. I am, well, See, that's what I mean. Being half Polish, everyone assuming you're in the mob, that seems cool to me. It does like, seem cool. Everyone to assumes us. I don't know how to make ice or, or you know, I know that I have a, that have a an- submarine with a screen door in it. <laughs> and doesn't that annoy you? <laughs> yeah, but those are dumb <laughs> things. <laughs> If yeah, I if some if someone didn't want to insult me because they were worried I would oh, have them okay. killed, come on, that's definitely better. All right, than, all right. Uh, how would you feel about a smear this? of green hair on the on the front of your face? <laughs> <laughs> all right, how would you feel about this? Um, yes. you you are you. I am. Tell me that this you're true. Tell me that you're half Polish. Hey, you know what? I'm um I'm half Polish. Oh, do you only half cook your kielbasa? <laughs> Some kind of well, what do you so mean? How by would you that? feel if someone said that to you? Oh, oh, because I'm only well. One, they're assuming you know how to. I, you you're puzzled. What does that do? You mean cook it in half, like only one half of it, or only cook it till yeah. it's halfway done? Yeah. <laughs> what would you? How would you feel about that? That's a racist stereotype. Exactly. That's what I'd right? say. Yeah. So are you are you suggesting that that we should make a Sopranos version, but a Polish family? Totally. We should do that. Yeah. And they just make kielbasa all the time. And then it'd be all Polish jokes and stuff. Yeah. And, and there's a, there's a fan, part of the family, but they're half Polish and they, they only half cook the kielbasa. So everyone's getting sick. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Anyway, my point is he gets insulted by this as I think <laughs> he should. It's just he take it so seriously that he like if when like when the Sopranos first came out, there were a, a group of Italian people who were like formed a, group to oppose it because they're saying they perpetuate you know, stereotypes. I don't know how so I don't know how committed he was to yeah. those organizations, yeah. but but I do know some other people whose parents, so older generation, were involved in those organizations. Wow. Yeah. Oh. 
I guess being two generic white guys, we have not faced any sort of prejudice in this regard. Yeah. But I do see what you're saying, that it's... And as stereotypes pop, go, it's as a cool as, one. As far as pop culture goes yeah. and stereotypes, yeah. being in the mob <laughs> or connected to is cool. Uh, but it, you know, romances... I don't mean to, to cheapen this podcast, but it does romanticize murder, and right. stealing, corruption. Well, uh, I think... I, I don't remember if I brought this up or not. I, again... Let's assume I brought everything up again. I'm just repeating. Sure. It. Uh, someone said that the problem with the Italian mafia is that they fell in love with that own romanticized image of themselves as gangsters. Because why was that a problem? Well, because like the Jewish gangsters from the 30s, all their kids all went to college, and then thus the Jewish mob oh, disappeared. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the your job wanna... is not to create a permanent criminal empire. Your yeah. point is to have a criminal empire until you can get, yeah. you know, into regular society, and sense. then you're, you don't need the criminal empire anymore. And but that's... because the Italian, because, you know, uh, I can't remember any of their names now, the real, like John Gotti okay, and all Bino, those guys. Gotti, yeah. yeah. They kind of love that image. And, and then and so their children. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. I mean, we, nowadays we have reality shows about the, like the mob wives. Yeah. So it's still so being, it's a, uh, oh, that, so it's that's kind a, of a, it's kind of a social that trap. Is really interesting. That yeah. whole, that, that trap. And that's exactly yeah. what it is. And they're sort of stuck in that. The people who are in that world. Oh yeah. Obviously not all Italians, yeah. but mm-hmm. like, you know, Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I never wanted this for you, Michael. And he says it very clearly. <laughs> yeah. And they, so I wonder, it makes me wonder what they did wrong. Why, why did, well, there wasn't enough time. <laughs> Is that like, it? Simply enough, like an, another the, generation. And, well, because we'll see, Michael's kids don't, in Godfather 3, don't get involved in, right. The yeah, crime so family. it needed, but Michael was supposed to be the first generation, the out. first one to be. The, 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 yeah. the I think straight he, one. And I think he tried to get out a bunch of times. <laughs> well, you know what happened? What? Is that um, they kept pulling him back in every time he wanted to get out. Is that how it goes? Something like that, yeah. No, it's. I think you got it did a little bit mixed oh, up. Oh, okay, okay. Every okay. time they wanted to get out, I would push him back in. No, no, no. Are you talking, is that from the perspective of Joey Zaza? <laughs> Zaza! <laughs> Every time I tried to leave, they asked me to stay and like it, and I did. <laughs> Sounding more and more like Al Pacino, yeah. less like the character. Hoo-ah! <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Also, you have to admire how reserved um, young Al Pacino is. Yeah, in this minute and throughout the whole, like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, certainly, older Al Pacino can do some work from time to time, but a lot of people say you know he's kind of repeating himself in full like doing a character yeah basically so but the al pacino who plays michael corleone at least in the first two movies i think and i can can't count on one hand the number of times he sort of explodes he says goes into that character <laughs> you want to you want to try to recall right now uh um, he says in my oh yeah i was gonna say the two times it was in appropriately in godfather 2 yeah uh in that they Came to, they came to they shot his bedroom where his yeah. children come to play with their toys. Yeah, and then also um, he wants he demands to know if the baby was a boy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Is there another time with Kay where he's yelling like "Get out" or something? Hmm. Doesn't he say to Kay, uh, "Clean it up"? No, that's uh, that's oh the no, other that's one. that's, uh, the, uh, that's <laughs> Sonny Tefredo when they're roommates in college. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. What would, we call would, what would the show would, be called? Sonny would have Fredo doing his homework for oh, him. Totally. Oh, I, I, can I, you imagine having Fredo doing your homework? Fredo, Fredo would totally be. He would well, have Fredo be the one in charge of hiring someone to get do the homework. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I don't care. Just get it done. I don't care who does it. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, come that, on, Sonny. That actually did happen in the story, but they yeah. both got 
They were so bad. I think I kicked that. They were only there for like two weeks. (laughs) All right. That's our pitch. That's our, uh, our movie pitch, our TV series pitch. So, um, anything else for, uh, Uh, I just, I need to know, Alex, do you like your lasagna? (laughs) You'll have to wait till next week to find out. (laughs) Those K like lasagna. So, uh, you want to rank this one? Hmm. It's an interesting one. We get to see. It is interesting. Tom, we're, we're introduced formally to Tom, to Kay. We hear the, um, uh, we get to know who Luca, we get to hear who, uh, what a concierge does. You and I need to talk right now. Are there going to be any minutes less than three that we assess with a score of under three? And, and what are we basing the score on? Because it's <clears throat> whatever your heart happens, says, whatever your heart tells you. I'm going to say three. So, I mean, I think there will be some two mm-hmm. minute. Because um, Johnny Fontaine. <clears throat> oh, are you kidding me? Johnny oh, Fontaine's going to be five stars tip to tail. <laughs> you can act like a man. You can give it three stars like a man. <laughs> oh, no, that, of course. I mean, we, I'm, I'm going to pre-evaluate oh, you that mean as him singing. You mean him singing. That's what I'm uh, talking about. Yeah, I think there will be some minutes, like, especially when they get to Sicily. And so long, just, just a little slow, slow tracking okay, shot. So I'm going to say this. Yeah. This one I guess is basically is how cool and interesting is yeah. the minute. I'm going to say this is a three. Then we get some background. We uh, Michael speaks yeah. a little bit, and it's his first dialogue. Yeah, I also give it a three. Yeah, we don't. The Don's not in it, so it gets Mm-mm. docked a point. <laughs> Two and a half. <laughs> Two and a half. I get my I get Two my percentage of stars during every during every interaction. <laughs> Do they say wet his is wet his beak in this one? Oh, that's no, in, uh, that's that's in, in Godfather Two. Yeah, yeah oh, right. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> I guess we should mention. I guess we could mention. We it might now, as well mention it now. That at the time of this recording, that we're kind of mm-hmm. giving you a clue as to when we're recording. But we just found out the death two Godfather two actors mm-hmm. died. Uh, Don Don Finucci. One I know the character's name, and one I know the actor's <laughs> name. I don't know the opposite. And Harry Dean Stanton also has a very small part in uh, Godfather two. So mm-hmm. uh, and Don Finucci. We'll, out of respect for the next pot episode we'll find out what the actor's name who played don Finucci. yes okay <laughs> it's he, it, and it's true. i feel bad i've run it i up. know <laughs> and it is confirmed he um he did die it wasn't just a stage trick and shot in the chest <laughs> oh really like, yeah oh okay uh hold on now i'm getting the actor's name because i have it right here okay. handy while you're looking that up i will mm-hmm. talk a little bit about don Finucci because we because we will not get to it for another 200 episodes. And uh, yes, they he was a part of the Black Hand. The Fearsome a, Black the Hand. The Fearsome Black Hand, which was a, a mob totally group in the back. 40s. You should totally start calling it the 20s. Black Hand again. That sounds so wild. Like, That's definitely more ominous than the mob. The mob sounds almost uh, like, like a football. It's unruly. It sounds yeah. unorganized. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Gaston, M-O-S-C-H-I-N. Moshin? Gaston oh, I even saw a pronunciation of it on uh, online. Anyway, but he was an actor in Italy for a long time, and I don't remember how he got the part. But we'll get to he that. Did a great we'll job. get to that. In, yeah, in, we'll talk about it. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, so four stars for minute fifteen, mm-hmm. and uh, what do we have coming up? Whoa, 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 I thought we said three stars. Oh yeah, you're right, three stars. I okay. was still thinking about last minute with with, with the yeah. Godfather. Yeah, God, Don Corleone wasn't in it. We can't. <laughs> give, we, can't give, we can't give any minute. I above think three stars. Brando's performance in the last minute was so electrifying. Oh. It poured over into oh this my minute. Gosh. Like the Kate, audience, you was, like your lasagna. 
fucking hear that echoing. <laughs> although, although Don Corleone was channeled in this minute through Luca Brasi. Don, Don. Oh, no, that was last minute. <laughs> Don Corleone. Well, he does talk about his father. He <laughs> says he works for my father. So there you go. Let me ask you this. How yes. diff- Alex, how different would this movie be if, if Michael spoke and his character spoke in the voice of Luca Brazzi. The if there was movie. some kind of like strange accident where they switched voices. Yeah. Uh, I think the it would be movie. vastly improved. Like the delivery of Luca Brazzi too? Everything. So yeah. every line would be all stumbled and, and barely. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Be great if like some multi, some really rich producers like I want to give my uncle a job and I want to make him the lead role and I bought the rights (laughs) to the Godfather I'm going to make him be the lead role. Great. (laughs) Other than that, the movie be exactly the same except for Luca Brasi as Michael Corleone. (laughs) When McCluskey comes up, the gods, where where are the gods protecting? Protecting my father. <laughs> they don't say if he's still. They don't say if he's still alive or not. <laughs> I don't. Fredo, you're my brother, but don't ever take sides against the family again. <laughs> when my toys come, when my children come and play with their toys. <laughs> <laughs> we can just do dueling, dueling Luca Brazzi. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can't imagine anyone still listening at this point. But uh, So what do we have coming up for uh, minute 16? In minute 16, we have... I don't know. I guess we just look. Uh, Are we doing previews? Sorry, I was completely unprepared for that. Are we... Um, I know how to say it in Italian. It's sedici. <laughs> but I don't have any any content. I think the next time is mostly, uh, oh, you know what? Next is more, it's a lot of wedding stuff. Okay. And then Johnny Fontaine enters. Okay. We so may be say, uh, wading into yeah. two-star territory. Oh, Dear good. listeners, stick with it. We yeah. will make it funny. We will Im- improve, increase the banter. Does um, Johnny Fontaine sing and then do his, yeah, his he, plea? Or does he do his plea well, and then do his sing? He definitely sings first. He sings first. Yeah, because as soon as he comes, I know. That's just well, do you remember, the Godfather. remember we talked in an earlier episode how oh, the Godfather was really backed up. And so he, oh, right, Tom right. Hagen said, oh, sing first because oh, yeah. we're behind. He's like, but my, voice, my, my voice is weak, Tom. <laughs> so he's singing and singing. Johnny! <laughs> That's no good. They start shooting next week. You know what has not changed? What? I love this movie. It's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. So we hope you agree. We hope you're enjoying our, uh, our analysis, our in-depth analysis. Do we need to plug the uh, <clears throat> Facebook page? Oh, yeah. People, yeah people should do that. Uh, we have on Facebook, there's Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub, which is where uh, listeners of the show and anyone really interested in The Godfather can come and talk about America's first family. And we also have just a Godfather Minute uh, Facebook page over there, so you should like that. And mm-hmm. we're on Twitter at Godfather Minute. Pretty simple to remember that one. And if you like our Facebook page, we will, when we see you live, we will get you a free banana daiquiri. Wait, what if we're Is in that, Cuba? How would we order that? A da- you say daiquiri. Oh, daiquiri? Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> okay. Is it banana daiquiri? Banana daiquiri. It is. Because yeah. <laughs> it says, how do you say banana daiquiri? It's Spanish. It That's says right. Banana daiquiri. That so. should be the name of one of our chat or. Uh, Poster forums, banana daiquiri. Yeah, <laughs> we should know that we make all drink. We should, if we ever have a party, like a live show mm-hmm. or something, all the drinks should be drinks that 
we see either seen or mentioned in oh, these. So it'd yeah. Like, it would be uh, banana daiquiris. Banana daiquiris, champagne cocktails. Champagne cocktails. It'll be the... Uh, the the wine of Paulie more wine. Oh, yeah, totally. and we'll serve it in pitchers. Yeah, and you have people have to drink Jenko family olive oil. Oh, what a great meal! <laughs> <laughs> well, lasagna, of course. No, no, this is just drinks. Just drinks. Oh, just drinks. Yeah, we're not going to serve food. No, no, I'm just saying like we can, the food can be a little bit broader than that. Okay. Because if you do all the food to mention to the Godfather, oh, we, then there's tons of food. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, Clemens is there giving cooking classes. Oh, no, totally. Yeah. To be teaching the young single it. gentleman how to make uh, pasta and sauce. All right. We'll be back for minute 16. Of, the, oh, no. Duh. Take the, the gun. gun. Leave, leave the cannoli. cannoli.